Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I already tested that. And welcome to the Vanguard. Check. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> For Muhammad, the real reason Hillary Clinton lost Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. First and foremost, oh, if that was almost not screwed on, that would have been awful. Uh, first and foremost, let us thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we drink during this and every show. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Bula. Bula. And welcome to Mr. Brian Wolf, who is watching us today. As always. As always. He must be off of work today. <laughs> Good for him. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, the last one we did was with Adam before I went to San Diego and before Florida lost power. Yeah, for a long time. For, for quite some time. Um, so, I mean, it's been... Yeah, you know, uh, I guess it's been two weeks since yeah, we well, last... Yeah, probably two weeks. Yeah, just a little over two weeks since we last did an episode. Um, and, I mean, so much has been going on in the world, but mainly what I care about is what's been going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a very fashionably fascist haircut. Yes. Yeah, you're looking, you're, you're looking slick. I told the barber, you know that group I always get associated with? And he said, DJ Khaled? <laughs> awesome. I played myself. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. Uh, so do you, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my, my sister from another Mr. Kristen gave me this haircut, as she always does. And oh. uh, as always, it looks fantastic. So if you're in uh, the St. Pete region, hit me up and I'll tell you how to get in touch with Kristen because she does obviously a fantastic job. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you guys, I, I went and I picked you up because you wrecked your car last night because <laughs> you don't know how to drive. Yeah. Um, so I picked you up and your mom was telling me that a uh, tree fell in your driveway during the storm. Yeah, and they had... It was a guy's, our guy's tree, neighbor tree. Neighbor's tree? Yeah. Your guy's? So he had to, yeah. (laughs) He's not yours. Yeah. (laughs) It was our neighbor's tree. He had to call his insurance people to come and cut it up for us. So, yeah. And I did not realize that his yard used to be covered in, in, in a nice shade like you saw our yard is. Yeah. So, yeah. And good thing they moved that van because it's a 2015 Sienna and that tree was that car's always parked right there where that tree fell on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean we got I got really lucky here. Yeah. Where we are. Even though like Gulfport got kind of Yeah, they did. They got hit especially power wise. Oh yeah. Like I didn't I mean the reason we didn't have a show la like we could have done a show last week. Um, but I got power back Friday night and everything in my fridge was dead. Yeah. And it smelled like a morgue in mm-hmm. here it was so gross yeah um and so i had somebody come and clean it out because i didn't even want to do it <laughs> yep and i was just like yeah you want to make some money <laughs> clean out my fridge i'll be back in a couple hours yeah <laughs> um but uh i mean yeah really all in all i for the last two weeks i have done mine is being in san diego for rooted kava bars uh two-year passing of the torch anniversary mm-hmm. um other than that i really what I'm, is passing of the torch they aren't the original owners okay <laughs> they bought it from somebody two years ago okay okay so it's like their two-year anniversary but it's not rooted kava bars two-year anniversary okay so um but yeah we were out there for that and uh great great people out there uh one of the owners has sworn that well, both of the owners said that they were going to be at Low Tide's anniversary on February 15th here in Gulfport, Florida. Um, they said that they were going to show up for that, and he asked if he could be on the show. Oh, okay. And I said, yes. Yeah. And he said, I'm going to call you a Republican. 
And I said, <laughs> but I'm not. Said, yeah, I had you pegged. You're a little Republican. <laughs> what? <laughs> he can call me that. Yeah. And I was like, the first time we met, you thought I was supporting Bernie. <laughs> yeah. And you, no, I had you pegged. You're a little Republican. <laughs> does he, does he know who I am? I uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's not scare him. Let's not scare him away. Yeah. I mean, I, I did tell him that I had my co-host name was Muhammad and he looked at me and he goes, do you just let anybody on your show? <laughs> did you really say that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, great, great people out there. Uh, thank you to everybody at Rooted Kava Bar for uh, that week because we were there a few days longer than we were planning. Thanks yeah. to Irma. Um, but thank you to everybody out there. Made made a got to see some good friends and uh, met some new ones, and it was pretty great. Oh, I bumped into Chainsmoker Joe. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, <laughs> uh, bumped into this guy that we both know from here in San Diego at a Kava Bar. He was the campaign manager for Lucas Overby for Congress. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Now he's going out and working on campaigns all over and doing a lot of stuff with uh, cryptocurrencies right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was... Like uh, a lot of the real libertarians are. Right. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, he uh, he he said hi, and uh, it was good to see him. Mm-hmm. It was good to see him. So it was just funny. I'm on the opposite end of the country and I bump into somebody I know from here at a Kava bar. Of course, if I bump into somebody I know from Florida, it's going to be at At a a Kava Kava bar. bar. Yeah. hundred percent. (laughs) hundred percent. So other than a tree falling, how was the last two weeks of your life? No, it's good, man. It was good. It's good. Good. Yeah. I got to spend time with the cats. Oh, I finished game of Thrones. It's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Did you ask how many did you ask all of your friends how high, has a copy of the Song of Ice and Fire? Yeah. 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 Not who has a copy, but how has a copy? Autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I swear. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Yep. Um, I want to read it. <laughs> Valar Morghulis. Sure. Uh, in Bravos, it means all men must die, but continue. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, I have them on my Kindle, and I can just send them to you. Everybody here watches the show except for you, just so you know. I know. I'm okay with that. 100% fine. Your boss watches the show, too. Yeah, my boss watches a lot of stuff I won't watch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Gay porn. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know if he does. He doesn't watch this show, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but other people do. (laughs) Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, I I wanted to get into Game of Thrones. I started watching it when I was drinking a lot. I couldn't get into it because I was always so drunk. I had no idea what was happening. That's so weird because everyone's drunk on that show. Right, but that doesn't mean you should be drunk watching it. Yeah. (laughs) Slightly buzzed, maybe. Yeah. The level of drunk that I would get when I was starting to watch it was like, what the, who is that guy? What is going on? Probably Tyrion Lannister. Sure. Um, (laughs) And I always said I was going to go back and watch it, but. Now I'm just going to wait for the entire thing to be done so I don't have to wait week to week. One oh, and, and we can watch it. Sure. We can binge watch the crap out of it after Hell the yes. next season ends. Because next season is the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So once the next season ends, we can uh, binge watch the ever-living crap out of it and uh, get through the entire thing. I guess George R.R. R. Martin is um, helping the direction of the show story-wise. Um because the books stop at the fifth book. There's supposed to be supposedly seven books, he says. But he's not even done with the sixth one, and nobody knows when he'll be done with it. Yeah, he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it when yeah, I want to. Yeah, and, um But I know there's a lot of changes from both of them. So that, that will be really interesting to watch and figure out. Because the cool thing about Game of Thrones is... And I had to get used to this. Unlike... Uh, Harry Potter and Never saw Tolkien worlds. Um, magic isn't something that you can control. Magic is very messy, and the outcome is not always exactly as they would think it would be. It's not the most magic-filled world because of that. So, like, magic typically requires sacrifice and stuff like that. If somebody wants to go that far, and even then something else what you what the what you're trying to do might happen but something else would happen as well because of that you know right it's pretty crazy and 
uh, George also talks about how he thinks it's important to write about the uh, conflict in the human heart. Um, so a lot of so there is no army of the good people and army of the bad people, and there is no big epic battle between good and evil because everybody is a shade of gray, which is probably how it is in real life. Maybe I don't think everybody's evil, but shades, you know. Right. No, I mean that makes sense. It's it's hard to think that anybody's a hundred percent evil. Yeah, yeah. Like one of the one of the main characters, Jamie Lannister. He's the guy that sleeps with his sister. Um, Sounds like a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's an asshole in in the first like two seasons, and I guess throughout most of his life before that. But now he's a lot of people's favorite characters, including my own, because everybody's like, everybody's changing. Everyone's learning. Everyone's growing. So well, it's yeah. a, I think it's a good show because of that, basically. Well, that's cool. No. Um, I'll have to give my full report on it after yeah, next I actually year. watch yeah. it. I did go see It. Yeah, everybody did, right? Yeah, pretty much. Was it good? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I normally don't get scared at movies, and this movie wasn't any different, except it did throw one jump scare in there that made uh, our last guest, Adam Freeman scream audibly <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> and it scared me so much that my Apple watch sent me a notification that maybe I needed to take a moment to breathe. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh geez. Who? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but Jump with Adam yeah. screaming out loud, it made it so funny that I didn't even care that it scared me that much. Yeah, but jump care, jump scares are pretty cheap, right? They are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. In my mind, they're pretty cheap. But I mean, it got me good. Like I was not expecting that yeah, one, yeah. even a little bit. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. It's definitely worth a watch, and I'm looking forward to the second one. Yeah, because I was watching one of those YouTube channels where you know the the only. F- the person is only focusing on movies and he was talking about like how it's very cheap how a lot of movies horror movies today just throwing jump scares and that's that's all it is and it's cheap it cheapens it out yeah when like there are movies that are like creepy and that's what scares you and it's like creepy enough where you have to like be under the covers when you go home right and that's when i that's when i or why i watched the Baba Duke, I think is what the Baba Duke. Yeah, the Baba Duke. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, I watched it, and my mom likes watching scary movies with my sister. They would not finish it out, and I finished the damn yeah. thing. And then I was like, "Whoa, this is scary!" Yeah. <laughs> like, well, creepy because you're it like, creepy. "This thing's gonna come up out of nowhere." <laughs> yeah. Um, the way that I see jump scares is like if you go to Halloween Horror Nights or Screamageddon or whatever they're called, uh, any of those things. Yeah, amusement parks right around Halloween, which are coming up right now, uh, they mainly rely on jump scares. Yeah. They mainly rely on jump scares. They jump out of the bushes at you or they sneak up behind you and scream and that kind of stuff just to kind of scare you. And it's cheap. And normally they don't get me. They like, It's whatever. Yeah. Like for me, it's just about the entertainment value anyway. Yeah. And if it's good, it's good. And if it sucks, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, jump scares, they're cheap. They're easy. Yeah, true. So, that's why I just don't really care about them. But uh, speaking of jump scares, uh, Donald Tr- J. Trump. Oh, I'm waiting to hear the rest of this one. Uh, <laughs> is bullying Rand Paul? Wow, <laughs> that segue was awful. I'm not the best at these. I know. <laughs> um, yes. Donald J. Trump. This is, is the libertarian portion of the show, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How do you all feel about Donald J. Trump? Because <laughs> we've got the, some things to say today. <laughs> so let's start with health care. Yeah. The Graham-Cassidy bill, which many people say is uh, the GOP's answer to Obamacare and that it's the first step in repealing. Answer. So it's an answer, answer then, right? right. It's, what was the last one called? I don't remember. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Care, Trump Care, whatever. Yeah. Care. Yeah. I don't care. They, they've all sucked. They're awful. They aren't what they promised. Yeah. Uh, but they keep trying to. There's that Southern saying just slap some lipstick on that pig and send it on out there. 
it doesn't matter how much lipstick you put on it's the same it's it's a pig it doesn't matter yeah and that's what they're doing with these bills is they have these crap bills that aren't any good and they're just like oh no this is this is the first step of repeal yeah no it's not just just repeal it or don't like, yeah don't do these minuscule things that you're doing yeah and Based on what a lot of our friends were, a lot of our liberty-minded friends on Facebook were saying, I was like, okay, maybe this bill isn't so bad. Until I watched an interview with the judge, mm -hmm. and he said, no, I'm 100% with Rand Paul on this one. Yeah. And Which something was saying the South is, you know, I've seen this bill that this, this, this Randall made, and it's, uh, she's as pretty as a peach. She's as pretty as a peach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was... He went on to Twitter and was going on about how Rand Paul needs to fall in line or something like that. And Rand Paul tweeted back. He was, I will not be bullied. I'm not going to vote for something that I did not promise. Yes. And I was like, yes. Yep. Way yep. to go, Rand. Yeah. Way, way to stick to your guns. Mm -hmm. I mean, John McCain, I think he's voting against it because he likes being the center of attention. And he knows <laughs> that as long as he does this, he will remain a name that people talk about yeah. for something other than a brain tumor. And <laughs> I mean, he's just like, Oh, well, yep. McCain, McCain's going to kill it. McCain's going to kill it instead of McCain's dying. So yeah, I think that he's just mainly doing it. So he remains right there in the, in the uh, middle of the conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, I honestly think he would probably vote for this bill if he wasn't worried about, getting kicked out yeah no i would agree with you on that um but yeah i mean the bill is not a good bill it does give a lot more power to the states which i like but it doesn't yeah. really cut the taxes and the penalties even though they're like oh the penalties aren't there the penalties are still there it's just there in a different way yeah so i which yeah like since we're talking about healthcare, i just want to talk about something real quick because there's always a lot of misconceptions about what libertarians believe in all that and, like, I know a guy from the Kava community that tells me he is definitely not a lefty, in his own words. Um, by the way, you're running out of batteries on that. Um, is legit not a lefty. and But he also believes in some sort of welfare system. But when he, and when he built up on that, he also said, I don't understand why certain libertarians... Um, how did he phrase it? He said certain. He said a lot of libertarians uh, will not give us a solution, and as, and they they basically hate the poor and don't care about the poor. Um, and I don't believe in letting people die, letting people die out on the streets. And you know, because a lot of people are like, well, just saying the free market will fix it isn't a solution. And you know, I've never met any libertarian that talks about the free market that hates the poor and that's why they want a free market solution uh, we want a free market solution because we love the poor and we love our well more so we love ourselves and our families and communities i guess so right. I we understand that the free market solution is the best solution and that it that is a solution like the government doesn't know how to handle it, so you let the people that know how to handle it handle it. I think that's a pretty fucking good solution. I shouldn't have to tell you how every business is going to come up and start dealing with healthcare issues. Like, no, that's that's them. That's the whole point. We don't know. <laughs> right. No, I, I mean, 100%. Like, each business, like, okay, so low tide should be able to handle the healthcare of their workers that are right. Yeah. Which we don't give it. Yes. <laughs> because we can't afford it <laughs> exactly yeah um but, but you you pay really well compared to every other similar establishment that is a bar yes of some kind yes because i was told how much you guys pay and i i know and when i worked there the tips were awesome for this you know for those two days and i was like wow they actually make a lot of money here so even compared to like working in a bar bar no they it's good money down there i don't i don't even know if many restaurants unless they're probably really they don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, we we pay really well down there for that sort of mm -hmm. establishment. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, like that's our choice and we're happy to do it because we. Yeah. You know. And it's also everybody else's choice that wants to come and work there. Exactly. Knowing you don't have it. 
One hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's no reason that the government should be telling everybody how to run their businesses. Yes. Yeah. I mean, leave it up to us. It's like you can choose to come to work for us. And if we say, yeah, we want you to work for us. Great. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to go work somewhere else. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you can go work for somebody else for their terms and conditions. Yeah. Because then, you know, there's that like that small business mandate of like 50 and over. You have to start giving Healthcare, healthcare, and it's like everybody now just sticks right at forty nine. Because once they get that one person on, you know, on the on the employee roster, like now they got to pay up. I don't know, man, thousands, tens of thousands for healthcare. Right. So it makes no sense to me how that makes sense to people. No, hundred percent. Um. So the healthcare bill. I actually placed money on this. Uh, the healthcare bill, there was a bet uh, on predictit.org on uh-huh. whether or not it would pass by September 30th, and I voted no. So uh, Were people voting yes? Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, come on, Senate, don't let me down. I need that money. <laughs> um, but uh, so Donald J. Trump's been on this kick, and he's been hitting up like Rand Paul and McCain and uh, a couple others. Um but, I mean, he's just trying to use bully tactics, and I do respect the fact that Rand Paul's like, yeah, say what you want, man. I don't care. I, I told people I was going to repeal it. This does not repeal it. Yes. And I respect the crap out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's go with uh, this one before we do this one because this one's brand new. So this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, And that goes along with this to an extent. Yeah. So True. Uh, so then – as we all know, Trump did a speech in front of the UN where he bashed socialism, which good, good on, yeah, <laughs> good on you. Uh, he bashed socialism. And then he went on to have one of, in my personal opinion, his, they can get sarcasm over the radio, right? One of his classiest moments yeah. <laughs> where in front of the United Nations, he referred to Kim Jong-un as rocket man. Yeah. Now, while I find that personally absolutely hilarious <laughs> and great and a great joke, you do not refer to him in that way <laughs> in a social setting like that. Like, yes. You're talking to the United Nations. Like, you <laughs> just, just call him Kim Jong-un. Like, you don't really need to call him anything else. Yeah. Um, but he called him Kim Jong-un and then talked about how we'd be able to blow him off the map if we wanted to. Which people were like, oh, my God, that's wrong. But Barack Obama said the same thing. So let's not give anybody a pass on this. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with either one of them. I think both are wrong. Uh, And I knew before I watched the speech, I knew I was going to hate it. Yeah. I absolutely knew I was going to hate it because when I was looking up news articles, uh, one of the news articles was headlined. John Bolton says this was best speech of of President Trump's term. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i went oh god <laughs> what did he say yeah exactly and then it was exactly for a john bolton to say i really like that speech it was exactly what i expected it to be <laughs> yeah he uh you know let's blow them up we can blow them up we're gonna blow them up if they keep pushing we're gonna blow them up yeah what did brian say brian wolf brian wolf brian wolf our good buddy brian wolf from virginia who has been listening to us, I think, from day one. <laughs> I don't think he's missed an episode. Great guy. Um, amazing guy. Amazing guy. Only person on who hasn't been on the show that I gave one of my books to. Yeah. <laughs> I just sent it to him because he has been such a loyal listener. Um, he said, will you talk about this on the show? And I said, man, anything for you. <laughs> but uh, he said, you get all of these people out there are saying, we need to nuke them before they nuke us. Yeah. And he goes, do they understand how nuclear bombs work? <laughs> yeah. Think about like all the nuclear fallout that's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you're right. All of the, like, we have so many allies down there that are going to be affected by it. And I was like, true. Yeah. And he said, it'll even affect like, I mean, we say that we don't want to have so many, uh, products coming from china but what will we do if we can't get those products from china to which i said (laughs) 
yeah, if I can't get my next iPhone, I'm going to be really pissed. And he yeah. goes, well, I was more worried about like steel. And I was like, no, screw steel. I care about my iPhone. Because <laughs> if I can't get that iPhone X when it comes out, I'm going to be pissed. Um, and that's true. I am going to be pissed. I'm uh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more expensive than the entire Cracker Barrel menu. Don't care. <laughs> Cracker Barrel will destroy your insides. Welcome to 2015. <laughs> don't no. Don't okay, even. I don't, I don't even want to get into that argument with you right now <laughs> because you're wrong. <laughs> and also, uh, they've put in some great security features. So no, they can't oh. just point the phone at your face. <laughs> Not getting into this with you right now, and you're wrong on the libertarians use Android. Broke libertarians use Android. We're all broke. No, I'm not. <laughs> now you're not. I said no, I'm not. I know. Usually you say yeah, I'm broke. I know I say it, but I'm not. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, but yeah, essentially. Yes, I, yeah. Fallout would affect everybody. Fallout would affect everybody. It would affect South Korea. It would affect China. It would f- affect Japan. It would affect everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, no, you can't just go in and nuke them. You absolutely cannot just go in and nuke them. Um, and honestly, once that once that nuke launches, everybody's going to know what's happening, including them. And what people forget is like, man, if we start any if we start any kind of thing with North Korea, we're going to hurt everybody there. If we started anyway, I mean, if both people started, sure, but North Korea would have started something by now if they really wanted to. But if we start something, everyone's going to know that nukes come in. And everyone's going to be like, where the hell is it going? Because there's a lot of places it could go in Asia that is in North Korea. And everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? So everyone's going to talk about it. So Rocket Man is going to know that it's coming for him. And they're going to bomb the shit out of South Korea and kill millions. Right. But I mean. Without invading them. Just, just shelling the shit out of Seoul. Right. Right. But I mean, I don't know how wide of a circumference the nuclear fallout is going to have it depends yeah what kind of bomb it is right but i think we have like the strongest bombs right and and they're way better and bigger than little boy and fat man yes okay fat man and little boy yeah fat man and little boy yeah um yeah no 100 percent. but i mean if you start shelling if he starts shelling seoul and south and all of south korea with rockets Really, all he's doing is protecting them from the mm-hmm. torture that they're going to have to live with for the next fifty, sixty that's years. True, yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, I'm not going to say that that's like a humanitarian thing that he's going to do, but at the same time, yeah, I would almost prefer it. I think to what the other option would be if we threw a nuke down on North Korea. Yeah, because we'd be waiting on FEMA forever, right? Um, but yeah, so. I just, I really do miss anti-war Trump. Oh, yes. 100%. I miss anti-war Trump. Yeah. It's good to see that some of his supporters are saying that, too. Right. Yeah. 100%. But a lot of the other ones don't care, and they're just going along with it. And then, (laughs) to top, to to keep going. What? what? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say also something that, just throwing it out there. Rand Paul also, like a week and a half ago, forced a vote in the Senate on the authorization of use of military force, and uh, it failed. Only 30 people voting voted to repeal it, and it was like maybe eight Republicans and the rest were Democrats. Not even all the Democrats voted to repeal it. Oh, the... Um, the AUMF. Yeah, the AUMF. Yeah. So even even then, it's like both parties are... Okay, with war. Yeah. 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 With endless wars, endless illegal wars. Yeah. But yeah, you you were going to say? Oh, so then, uh, I believe it was last night. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Last night or today, Trump went off on the NFL. Oh, yeah. Because that's what we want our president to be worrying about. Um, Now. That might be me. (laughs) I was like, I think I've got everything turned off, but I might not. Uh, yeah, that's definitely you. Um, but yeah, so sorry. Uh, the NFL, uh, I, one, I don't care what Trump thinks about the NFL Mm -hmm. now, 
Do I agree with all of the players who are kneeling during the national anthem? No, Mm -hmm. I don't. I do not agree with them 100%. Also, I believe that if, let's say, the 49ers, just because that's kind of where all this got kicked off, if the owner of the 49ers were to say, no, if you want to play for us, you have to stand, players should stand. Because that... That's not a freedom of expression thing. That's a, if you want to stay employed with us, yes. yeah. you have to do this. Yeah. Like, not a freedom of expression. When you're not wearing the uniform, when you're not on the field, do whatever you want. I don't care. But when you're on the field in my uniform, you're going to be doing this. Yes. 100% fine. Yeah. Totally fine with it. To have the president come out and say, hang on, I wrote that quote down. Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. He <laughs> is fired. <laughs> That's not his place to say how they should be running their business. Yeah. <laughs> he should not say this is what you need to do as the owner of an NFL team. He wouldn't want people to tell him how he was running his businesses. Exactly. So he shouldn't be telling people how to run their businesses. Yeah. And that's what it is. Each team is their own individual business with their own rules, their own guidelines, and they should be able to run it however they want. Yeah. Now, And then on top of that, the NFL, I'm sure – could also choose to disassociate with the team, right? Is that how that works? I am not 100% sure. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Doing that would throw off everything, though. Like if they said, okay, so if San Francisco said, you have to stand for the national anthem and people got pissed off about it and they you know, they fired somebody. Um, or let's go with, uh, I think Marshawn Lynch is doing the sitting down during the national mm-hmm. anthem thing. Uh, So if Oakland were to say, you have to stand, and he says, no, I'm not going to, and they said, great, you're fired, and the NFL said, no, you can't do that, and they went, yes, we can, and the NFL said, fine, your team is suspended. Yeah. Like, it would throw off the entire season, like, the entire division would be off, so... Well, no, I understand, I understand that. Right. But are they able to disassociate? I I don't know. Okay. I'm not 100% sure on that one. That's something I would have to look into. Well, because my train of thought was... The 49ers says you can stand, stand or sit, whatever you want to do. And it ruins ratings for every single game that that team is on. So maybe the NFL might want to say, well, no. Because, yeah, maybe they might not be able to say anything to them other than, like, sit down and be like, yo, can you please tell your people to stand up? Because that's what Americans want to see. Right. Other than that, that, maybe what they can do is disassociate. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I honestly don't know what the contract is between the teams and the NFL. I mean, there's something there, but I don't know what it is. And that's what it comes down to, because a a lot of people don't realize it's it's the whole, like, um, what's actually, like, realism, what's actually going on thing. It's like, okay, a lot of us like free speech, yes, and a lot of us uh, don't like what the government's doing, yes, but uh, a lot... Most Americans that are watching the NFL uh, seem to respect the flag and the respect for the soldiers that have lost their lives, as that sentence is to them. And if that makes fans unhappy and a team decides they don't want to have the player playing anymore, then that's that's just how it is. Americans happen to like respect for their flag. So what? You know, even if I hate the flags, you know, like there's been a lot of flaggedy ass people on the Internet. All the flaggets talking about standing up for the flag. And because I saw I read something about a teacher that in an elementary school that hit a kid for sitting down. Or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Either hit, uh, Yes, it was hit the kid. Yes. I think hit the kid. It was somewhere in the south. We're not standing up. And all these flaggets were like, yeah, thanks for doing that. If it was my child, I'd expect it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> if, you, if a teacher hit your child, you would sue the school system. Yes. 100%. Yes. Because <laughs> Americans are stupid and it's easy money to get that way. Oh, so. yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, you, you'd be set. But, yeah, like, no way. Like, my pun- like I want to punish my children. Yeah. And if the, ch- if the child is like, 
if the child is mine, I would say, look, I don't care if you say the pledge. Yeah. It was written by a socialist anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. Um, like, but stand. Yeah. It shows respect for the country. Yeah. Um, so just. Stand. Well, and even then, if I tell my child, do what you want, you know, like. Right. That's all on him. And if his classmates don't like him after that that's on him <laughs> you know that that's on him you right. know that's it as long they're, as they're picking on me because i don't stand so either stand by your convictions or stand exactly yeah See, it's it's up to you exactly and as long as the teacher you know is still treating him as equally as everybody else with you know grades and all that then and, yeah and not hitting him exactly yeah then yeah let him let everybody disassociate from this dumbass kid of mine uh, good on him. Let him learn. Right. Yeah. I, if a teacher, not that I have children yet, ladies. Um, <laughs> but if, uh, if a teacher ever hit my kid, I'd be like, no, no. Yeah. No. Unless it's homeschool. And then, yeah, that's fine. That's you though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I would never want a teacher to touch like a teacher, a coach or anybody, anybody to hit my kid. Like, I don't even want to have to hit my kid, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Parenting's different. Yeah. Um, but, Fre- yeah, like... Freedom to speech is also the freedom to not speech. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're, like, in the case of the NFL, if you're being said, if you're being said, you know, you have to do this if you want to play for my team, that is no, like, that is part of your contract. That is... Yes. That is their business. You have to do that. Yeah. If they tell you you have to walk out on your hands... You know, you have to walk out on your hands exactly. out to the field. <laughs> exactly. And then Trump also showing a great display of class. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steph Curry, arguably the most popular player in basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the NBA, but I like Steph Curry. He said, because, you know, uh, each championship team gets invited to the White House. Yeah. And Steph Curry said that the Golden State Warriors are going to vote on whether or not to go. And it's going to be democracy, a democratic vote. And he said, I'm going to vote against it. And so Trump being yeah, Donnie J <laughs> rescinded the invite. And he goes, you guys don't have to come. It's supposed to be an honor to come here. And if you're going to act like that, then don't want you. Yeah. His right to do it. Also, I'm like, that doesn't mean the entire team doesn't want to come. That's just one guy. That, yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. one guy. And I don't know if he's just rescinded it for maybe Steph he's a, Curry. Or, maybe he's a big Steph Curry fan. It could be. Um, <laughs> he got butthurt about it. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I don't know if he just rescinded it for Steph Curry or or if he rescinded it for the whole team. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But either way, it's just like, dude, you're you're the leader of the free world. You're the president. Yeah. Show some restraint. Yes. Show yeah. some restraint and just whatever. Let let the little things slide. Yeah. Like if somebody didn't want to go to the White House when Obama was there, nobody cared. Yeah. Exactly. Obama, yeah. Obama didn't care. Yeah. Because he still got to meet David Ortiz, <laughs> which is all I'd want to do. Um, <laughs> also, congratulations to the Red Sox for making it into the playoffs. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yes, like Trump has over the last couple of weeks, Trump has done things that have been incredibly, incredibly embarrassing in my eyes. And I don't say that lately. I'm not like, oh, everything Trump does is embarrassment. Yeah, Yeah. it's just him bullying Rand for the healthcare thing. The way that I mean, I don't really care about what he says about Kim Jong Un, but no, it's 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 the forum in which he's doing it. It's a social norms thing because like. No matter what the stupid ass fucking Trump supporters want to say, like triggered, you know, like fuck you, man. Like, I'm sorry, but how grown adults talk is how grown adults talk. And if somebody sees somebody talk like that out of nowhere, it's going to seem disrespectful and that you, you that it, you, we should ignore this asshole. Like, that's just how it is. Right. That's just how it is. It does doesn't matter that it's fucking trump doing it that is just how it is that is 100%. if he's gonna talk like an asshole people are gonna think he's an asshole and take him less seriously that's just fact you right. can't, there's no way around that exactly exactly and he's just kind of he has he has gone back on so many of his campaign promises yeah 
So many of them. The wars are still continuing, and we're starting to now get threats of more wars. Yes. Uh, the wall is still going to be built. Yeah. But no, it's not. Um, <laughs> I don't care what they say. Uh, we're he, gonna, should, he should see the wall on uh, Game of Thrones. That would be a good good wall for him to go after. He also said that we're going to pull out of the Paris Climate Accord, and now <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, now he's not. Yeah. And now we're not. Uh, he's going to overturn Dreamers, but then he made a deal with the Democrats, <laughs> yes. and so we're not. <laughs> and then, I mean, everything this guy says he's going to do, he does the opposite or yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really am. Like, the less that somebody does in that office, the happier I actually am. Yeah. But which is why Calvin Coolidge is the greatest president of yeah. all time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, he he has just done a lot of things over the last couple of weeks that I've just been like, why? Yeah. I mean, while I do find his Twitter very entertaining, it's not what you should see from a president. Yeah, I do want to say something since we're on the topic of free speech, but I'll say it now. Okay before we move on to the other parts of the free speech. So you had seen some of that stuff on my page. Um, You're going to have to be a lot more specific. Yeah. A week, about a week ago, I posted an article about an Antifa. Oh, the professor. Yeah. Associate or adjunct professor at John Jay college that had tweeted out saying it's an honor to teach future dead cops and like, I don't like cops, except for my friends that are cops. Um, or security guards. Yeah. <laughs> Officer Coates from South Dakota, because she's beautiful. And yeah, there's just really no, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of police because of what they do a lot of times. Ryan and Mike are going to get so mad at you when they hear this. <laughs> They know. <laughs> right. But you just said, I like Officer Coates. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And well, Ryan. I said my friends that are cops. <laughs> so at Ryan and Mike. Right. Um, the only reason I like cops is Officer Coates. So they should be happy that there's a reason somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, moving on. Um, but I thought that was like one of the most distasteful things that anybody could ever say about somebody like, yeah, they're Happy to be teaching people, like dead people, basically implying, I guess, they're going to die or die by Antifa. I don't know. I'm happy to be teaching future dead cops. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, so, one of my friends came on and said (laughs) some really dumb shit, and he knows he did. He's a conservative. I knew him from the army. And he used what one of my lefty friends locally says is a pejorative. homophobic pejorative and another friend also said that little homo you know so those two friends you know i just want to let you know that we're going to get blasted for you saying that even though you're quoting something that is that, that's absolutely fine i, I mean yeah but yeah so those two my these these two friends of mine were talking towards the professor right so this other person that i know locally who does happen to be gay just came in and said Oh, the sheer amount of homophobic slurs on this post. And I'm like, and then he basically owned it as if they were towards him. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? No, I was like, um, and before he even came on, I told my army friend, I was like, hey, don't, because he started talking at somebody else. Yeah. You said, respect my friends. Yeah. Well, I actually said, don't disrespect my friends. Um, Same sentence, different word. Yeah. 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 And then I said. Well, because I don't think anybody deserves respect, but I don't think you should just go up and disrespect people. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And then he had called that my my other libertarian friend that called him out on it, a Hillary supporter. And I was like, nope, he's not a Hillary supporter at all, actually. Um, and then he came up and like owned these supposed homophobic slurs as if they were towards him. And then another friend also came in and was like talking at me like I was an asshole friend for not defending my friend that was being attacked and i was like okay okay look i don't like i don't i don't these are my friends right i don't agree with some of these words they've said some of those words i have used whether they are considered to you homophobic or not i have said stuff like that's gay man you know i grew up i just grew up hearing that phrase 
and how it's used. Yeah, I guess I used to be homophobic at one point because being gay used to be a bad thing. So saying that's gay, man, whatever, dude, that doesn't mean I don't like gay people. So no, I've used what he would consider homophobic, you know, slurs. Anyways, so I, I was like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not going to come here and have to babysit every single time somebody says something some they don't like on my page. Because it came from both. It always comes from both sides. Anytime I post something, I have righties telling me, what's the socialist saying? And I'll have lefties saying, you have Nazis on your <laughs> You have uh, Nazis on your page. Your your page is always entertaining as hell. Yeah, because you have such a wide variety of friends. And uh, no, and some of these people don't seem to understand that. Right. You know. But the worst thing is people think that I am those people, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. What I say is what I say, and what I do is what I do. What anybody else says or does is what they do. So I don't own responsibility for what anybody says. And if one of my friends is being an asshole, I think everybody who wants to say something to them should call them out for it and tell them they're an asshole. Yes. That's all. The only thing I can do as an adult towards my other adult friends is say, please don't disrespect my friends and move on from that. Right. We, you know, I deployed with this guy. I know the guy. He's a, he's a cool dude. He, not everybody can articulate and communicate as well as you and I can. And I would say a lot of people don't know how to communicate well their thoughts and intentions, especially online. So it comes out as as this, I'm going to put my boots in his face thing, you know, like, okay, yeah, that sounds bad, but he doesn't know how to articulate himself like we do. Most of our friends actually are like that. But to expect me to like, I feel like they're almost expecting me to like delete these people. I'm like, I'm not going to delete them. I'm not going to delete them. Just, I, I, I don't agree with what they're saying right now at this moment, but I'm not going to delete them. And I don't, I don't expect, expect that from anybody. One of the people that, that ha- was yelling at me for not defending my friend, you know, I was like, yo, you're friends with some of these local Antifa guys and communists that have called me a Nazi on Facebook and nobody defended me and I don't expect it and I'm not going to judge anybody for not defending me for it so it's bullshit to expect me to, to even go out of my way like that when and you are as, when you never did that and, and the re- and okay so the, the the excuse that was made on that one was such crap mm-hmm. because you said nobody defended me when I was being called a Nazi he cherry picked <laughs> and he said if somebody was calling you a terrorist, a or, racial slur for yeah. Muslims, yeah, I would defend you. Calling you a Nazi isn't a slur. Like, <laughs> there's only certain people who are okay with being called Nazis, yeah. and those are actual Nazis. Yeah, like it does not matter your race, your creed, anything. Yeah. If you aren't a Nazi, you do not want to be called that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So to say, oh well, if. Somebody called you a towel head or a camel jockey or a sand inward or a. That's all I really got. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> or a uh, follower of the pedophile or whatever. Um, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if anybody said any of that, oh, yeah, I would totally defend you. Yeah. But yeah. If, I, if somebody calls you a Nazi, no. Exactly. And I was like, ah, that's your cherry picking here, you know? Like that's bullshit. Right. And like I still don't hate that person. And. You know, my my whole point about this whole thing is all of us should realize that the only thing we have responsibility for is anything we do say, you know, and that's it. Right. Not what other people say. Like, people don't realize, like, I have all types of friends that I met throughout my jobs that I've had, especially over the last two years. And after, you know, I've been on CNN four times, if you didn't know. Um, I just want to let you know that I met, when I was talking with Brian, I gave him two options on what to have your name be. <laughs> I really wish I went with the other one. <laughs> but yeah, like after legitimately after the CNN stuff, a lot of people added me. So I have, I do have all types of friends that don't even agree with me on everything. Right. So most of my friends don't agree with me on everything exactly. and I wouldn't want them to. That would yeah, be boring. Exactly. You know, and I'm like, whatever. So, you know, just just remember, guys, like free speech, 
free speech to, for you to say what you want, for my friends to say what I want, for me to say what I want. We're all responsible for what we say. And if you want to call one of my friends out on something they say that's wrong, call them out on it. Like, you're an adult. Right. They're an adult. Let, let them feel the pain if they really are assholes. Tell them. Right. You know? like, they don't I have don't to blame care. you for what your friends say. Exactly. I don't care. I'm not going to stop you from calling somebody out on being an asshole. They deserve it. I've called my friends out on it, and a lot of them understood. And we're still friends, you know? Like, yeah. it happens. It does, 100%. <laughs> but they still have the right to say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100% they have the right to say it. And you have the right to move on. Like, I have a lot of left-leaning friends. I've talked about this before. You do, too, especially from the Kava community. I have socialist-leaning and communist friends, but a lot of them seem to post a lot of, like, anti-capitalist stuff of all flavors and i ignore it like and then they're they're even worse friends come on there that like really hate the right wing i just ignore them i don't care i'm not gonna go on there and bother my friends and be like hey man this communist person of yours was talking about gulags like i don't fucking care so what like fuck i'm just gonna ignore them and move on why am i gonna waste my time on this right there's more shit i can do with my life and most of it's them just trying to troll anyway. Yeah. And why why take the bait? Why take the yeah, bait in the yeah. constant fight that you're going to have to be in? Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we can talk about free speech at Berkeley. Which got canceled. Yeah. There but was no we, more we free didn't, speech at Berkeley. We didn't. Um, that's my fault. Uh, ben Shapiro was going to talk at Berkeley, and then he did talk at Berkeley. And that went well from what I had seen. Right. I saw some of the videos of it. I, it was It went well. Yeah, he's he's a great speaker. He's a great speaker. Yeah. I would not want to debate him in anything. <laughs> yep. Good God. Nope. That dude has an answer for everything. It's yep. insane. Yep. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it, free speech is supposed to start tomorrow. Today. No, no, tomorrow, Sunday. Oh. It was definitely on Sunday. So it was going to start Sunday. Milo Yiannopoulos was the one, I guess, sort of managing the whole thing. And Coulter was going to go. Last night she backed out when she heard the administration was dead set on uh, blocking the event and i guess charles murray who wrote the bell curve uh was gonna go um i knew what the book was about uh, i still haven't read it it's, i don't know what it's about i've yeah. heard of it it's a sociologist he's a sociologist i believe or a psychologist and he basically wrote a book about it's supposed to be empirical and he talks about different races and how different races are better than others at certain things but it wasn't like he he comes at it from an academic perspective not from a i don't like non-whites perspective but he was saying how like a lot of times you know you know white people are better at blah 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 and like you know married couples are blah 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 so on and so forth so that's what the book's about it's uh, it's a very controversial book um, but he was going to be there so now now the event is legit canceled by the campus, but Milo is still going to go on campus, which, as we know, what happened last February when he was there, the same, the campus was set on fire by people wearing black. Yes. And masks. Yes. So if you're around Berkeley this week, be be safe. Yeah. Please be safe. Just don't go. Yeah. Don't go to class. Um <laughs> probably better for you anyway we'll, we'll write you a note from the show yeah exactly <laughs> um do you want okay so i added this one later do you want to talk about this one or this one no i don't i don't know about that the bottom one yeah i don't know about the bottom this. one is just so funny okay let's go with that okay all right so as i introduced him in the beginning of the show that muhammad the real reason hillary clinton lost shaker hillary has been on her book tour uh for uh her book i think it was called what happened um <laughs> yeah not 100 percent sure on that um i think it's called what happened but in it she plays the blame game better than anybody i've ever seen like this is incredible yeah uh she has blamed bernie sanders for promising all sorts of stuff unicorn and free puppies to everybody uh, which makes no sense like the unicorns come f- we're gonna come from uh um uh vermin supreme yes yeah <laughs> those were those were just horses those were ponies oh, ponies yeah, yeah those were ponies same thing i don't know <laughs> okay fine no okay 
<laughs> uh, yeah, she said that Bernie Sanders is part of the reason that she lost, even though she was promising a ton of free stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was just the fact that Bernie was saying it louder and, you know, much more. Yeah. Uh, then she blamed Trump, which, okay, sure. I mean, he, he yes. beat you. <laughs> no shit. So, all right. Yeah, I can kind of get behind that one. Uh, and then she uh, blamed it on the media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the media, oh, for giving Trump all of this free coverage. Yeah. Well. He's good at playing the media. He's good at playing the media. Yeah. Like, get better at playing the media. Yeah. Stop making terrible jokes and actually, like, go out and do something that's media worthy. Yeah. Besides falling down. Um, <laughs> you know, like, try to get involved in the media a little bit better because you're not. Yeah. Like you are generally disliked by your party. You're generally disliked by America. Mm-hmm. She barely campaigned. And she barely campaigned. She, she, met, she it had spent, been a whole, it had been hundreds of days, maybe a year since she had a, like a press conference at one point during yeah. the, during the campaign season. Yep. And the one that I thought was just awful. Yeah. The one that was just like, I can't believe she said this <laughs> was, she said, the white women who didn't vote for me were probably pressured by their husbands, their fathers, their male bosses, meaning that she does not believe that women have the capacity to say, <laughs> no, I'm going to vote for the candidate I want. Exactly. I, what kind of crap is that? Yeah. Like that is such patronizing <laughs> crap of, oh, don't worry, women. I understand. Yeah. You don't have the ability to do this. Mm-hmm. Like. No. Nope. No. Everybody has, like, you're in that voting booth. There is no pressure. You can vote for whoever you want. They can't stop you. Yeah. Is that from Jonathan Pye? No. I, I'm, sure I, he, I'm sure you've seen him, right? I know who he is. I don't... Oh, well, I'm sure you've seen the video, because the day after he got elected... Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah, was a great video. He put that video out on, like, I'm not surprised that he won. And one of the things he was talking about was more so from, like, the left... The, the left one, the culture war thing. So, like, he, he was talking about how, like, the left... And he's a leftist. He said he was talking about how, like, the left doesn't allow people to speak their mind anymore because if you're on the right, you're a freak. You're a misogynist. You're a racist. You're a sexist. And, you know, he was saying how, like, the left caused it now where the right is not able to talk about anything. And the only way now that they can express what's on their mind how he says it, uh, is in the privacy of the voting booth. No judgment there. Nobody knows what you're going to do, what you're going to say. Yep. You just say what's on your mind. And that's always stuck with me. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. 100%. I hang out around. 100%. Yeah, I, I started a- following that guy after that video because that video was so good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I, hang, I, hang, out, I hang out around uh, a lot of liberals too, and I see how they talk to me. And I'm like barely... An asshole conservative, you know? Right. Barely. Barely. <laughs> I mean, you are. You're Pretty massively yeah. asshole conservative. I'm that good, like, old Republican. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, like, I've seen it, and, like, that made sense to me. I was like, yes, yes, I see it. A lot of people are just going to vote for him because they see that's what the left hates. And the left has made it where they can't speak what's on their mind, but they see that they really hate what Trump's saying, so they're going to say whatever they want. Exactly. Or, and vote for him, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I mean, it's just, you can't blame. Somebody one time told me, uh, and I'm certain this is a very old saying, but anytime you, bl- anytime you point the blame at somebody, you got three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah. And I'm certain that's an old, old saying. But yeah, she's like pointing the finger everywhere without being able to say, no, people just don't like me because I'm an awful, awful human being. Yeah. Like, Sure, maybe when I deleted all of the emails, it was an actual mistake. Mm-hmm. Sure, maybe when I said, um, did you wipe your server clean? I said, <laughs> with a cloth, I thought it was a funny joke as opposed to making it look like I'm a moron. Um, I, <laughs> perhaps that when you said we need to Pokemon go to the voting booth, <laughs> you thought that was going to get you some media attention. You know, when um, all of the stuff started coming out about your campaign and people started ending up dead, you didn't go, hey, maybe we should figure this out mm-hmm. uh, because this looks bad for us. 
none of that happened. Yeah. Like you just kind of kept blaming everybody else instead of like looking inward. Like you did not do any introspection. Yeah. Yeah. You did not look in and you did not say, okay, how can we make this better? None of that happened. Instead, yeah. you just kept going on and on and on and on and not realizing that people just do not like you. Yeah. And the funny thing is, okay, I mean, you might you might not understand this and you might not like the reference because I've been talking about it all week. But in the book, she actually compares herself to Circe. And Circe is pretty oh, much... Oh, from uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. And yeah. Circe is pretty much the... I would say the the most hated woman on that show, yep. um, and she compares herself to her, and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of it, she said, "1984." Oh yes, 1984 was an allegory on why we need to trust the media and, and, our, need, and, and our, our leaders. leaders. You did and not. That, you that did is not, read not that what 1984 <laughs> is about. It's the exact opposite of that, and that's coming from a guy who was a socialist. Yep, like. Yeah, he is a so he he pretty much was a socialist. Yeah, he was right? pretty much a, like a libertarian socialist or whatever. That's not a thing. Don't know. <laughs> that is not a thing. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he was basically a socialist, and he was still saying that. Yeah, and it's just like that makes zero sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we would like to give a very warm welcome to Ken, Ken. from Grassroots. <laughs> Welcome, Ken. Thanks. Welcome, Ken. I'm glad you can make it to the show. We appreciate it. Is there anything going on at Grassroots in downtown St. Pete tonight? Uh, no, no. Nothing special besides I'm going to be there. Ken's going to be working the bar tonight. Yep. So if you're in downtown St. Pete, you should go by. Yeah. If you're not at low tide. Paying cash tipping cash. Tipping cash because <laughs> taxation is theft. I love you too. Yeah, that Jordan wrote that. No. I don't know when, but she wrote that. <laughs> um Well, we're basically yeah, we're pretty much out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh look it up. London banned Uber this week. Uh so They got half a million signatures in one day. To get it tur- overturned. Yeah. Yeah. But uh look it up. London banned Uber, which is stupid. Um because Uber's safer than a cab, or yeah. Uber's not. Sorry, Uber the, the, is not as safe yeah. as a cab. Basically, because the mayor Khan said he likes innovative businesses and blah blah blah, but he thinks you know. Basically, I'm par- I'm high, I'm very par- much paraphrasing here. He needs to meet certain standards of safety and blah blah blah, which pretty much means regulations, which pretty much means make them as expensive as every other form of fucking. Transportation yeah, out there. There's public transportation out there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So look into it. Tell us what you think. Make comments on the bottom of this video. Uh, let's do let's do a bullet before we okay. close out. Again, thank you to Low Tide Cava Bar. DJ Trainwreck will be there tonight taking all of your requests. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, everybody at Low Tide. Oh, on the... Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Bullet. Bullet. Yeah, DJ Trainwreck's awesome. On the uh, the night of the hurricane coming when I was working on Saturday, he played me some Taylor Swift, and he meshed in some Slayer into it, and he, it was pretty crazy how he did it. It was pretty good, too. I, I was surprised myself. I was like... That actually went along pretty well. Nice. Yeah, so he knows how to mix stuff pretty well, too. Nice. Yeah, DJ Trainwreck's a great guy. Yeah. I like that guy a lot. Yep. Um, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters, or you can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. Remember, this episode and all other previous episodes can be found at BuddiedWatersOfFreedom.com. Do you have anything? No, I have nothing. Thank you for joining us, friends. Thank you all very much. Please like, please share, please tell your friends, uh, comment, do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to force you and we're not going to be angry at whatever you do. (laughs) Well, guys, remember where we're going? We don't need roads.